0: Good morning,
1: all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good
2: morning, everyone.
1: I would say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for today. We thank you for this moment. We thank you for this opportunity to be in your presence, Lord.
0: Just to be in your presence. It's the greatest privilege. And you honor us with that opportunity, Lord. For salvation,
1: you honor us with all your gifts. We thank you, Lord. We cannot thank you enough. The fact that we are alive, that you have fearfully and wonderfully made us. That every organ in our body functions in that perfection with which you designed
0: it. For the health we enjoy. For life. We thank you Lord. And we thank you that you renew your mercy
1: for us every morning. That you are ever willing to overlook all our sins, all our failures, all our shortcomings, all our weaknesses, all our foolishness. All the ways of our flesh. And you continue to open up our understanding, pour out your
0: wisdom, grant us your revelation. Fill us with your light. We thank you, Lord. We thank you that you call us by name. and You bid us come
1: to you to draw and drink from you again. To our fill in the spirit. That every day we spend this time with you.
0: We get to know you more. Come closer to you. We grow in our relationship with you. And our hearts
1: are connected more and more with you, Lord. We take on more of the image and the
0: likeness of Jesus. Your express image. The perfection in which you created us. The more we connect with your word and the more we observe to do according to what is written in it. We thank you, Father for the peace and the joy that you pour into our
1: hearts. That which only you can give. And when we are in that secret place with you, then with that peace and that joy, we are able to forget all our cares and our worries from the flesh and operate not from a fresh, fleshly plane of making our prayer,
0: but from the spirit. You bring us in remembrance of who we are, what authority we,
1: do we carry, and where we are positioned. And we remind ourselves, Lord, as you said in John 3.31, He who comes from above is above all. In your same peace and joy, Lord, that you share with us, we sh- that you pour into our hearts, we share with all those that are part of this prayer meeting. And this praying family, we share it with Christians everywhere. Those that do not yet know you personally, those that do not want to know you. We share it Lord with all
0: those that we are lifting up at our altar in our place of prayer. And bringing all this to mind Lord, lifting them up, we call on your name. The name of our maker.
1: The name of our strong tower the name of our Father, the Ancient of Days, the Rabbi of all ages, the God of overflow and miracles, the Holy One of Israel, who only does mighty and wondrous things. And it is His good pleasure to give us good gifts. And we pray in the name of His Son, Jesus, the One who came to demonstrate to us how we could live by that Word. How we could live in a, in a close relationship with the Father. How we could come to love Him more. And how we could step into our obedience and our domin- through our obedience into abundance and dominion.
0: We okay, thank you, Lord. We pray in your name, the name of our rock, our refuge, the one who is the
1: author and the finisher of our destiny. The word that governs our life. And we come in the volume of the book that is written about us. So that every promise, every prophecy that is given about us, about our lives, when we receive that revelation, when we
0: understand it and when we claim it, then it must come to pass in our lives. He is our daily bread feeding us all the way until
1: we step into the promised land and we eat of that promised land. And we pray in the name of His Spirit, the Spirit of the living God, the Spirit of Jesus, the Spirit of truth, the Spirit, the hand of the Father, the Creator, who brought creation into existence, who hovers over everything that is void and formless to give it life and form and shape, the breath of the Father, given to us that we are made alive in the spirit. He is the one who reveals the deep and secret things of the father, who changes the times and the seasons and the one who brings us victories. The father of all spirits to whom every spirit in the universe is
0: subject, including every demon. We thank you Lord that you have blessed us with the
1: gift of your word and your spirit. With every resource in heaven, with angels, with destiny, help us. You give us your word, through which you give us your principles, promises,
0: promises, prophecies. We thank you, Father, that you bless us with the gift of prayer. where We can authorize you to step
1: in on our behalf into any circumstance in the earth realm. But we can also speak into situations and prophesy and bring them to come to pass. When we speak your word and your spirit hovers over it at the release of our faith, we thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies and every physical provision. And it is your goodwill that we must step
0: into abundance that we must dominate the earth realm. We thank you, Lord. That you take
1: us closer and closer to that target, that goal, every single day of our life.
0: That you are doing a new thing today as well on that front. So thank you, Jesus. And as we make our
1: prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make by the precious blood of Jesus. I also cover every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group by the blood of the new and eternal covenant. We also put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will for each of these lives, Lord. I call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us, to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters and spiritual attacks. I command that angelic protection and I declare divine exemption in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word as we proclaim your word, Lord, from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11. That says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, do not return to it without watering the earth, nor making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth today. It will not return to me empty, I will
0: accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And I send it in faith in the name of Jesus. Those words are spirit and they are life. We thank you, Father, for granting us the discernment to choose life. Thank you, Jesus. Today we reflect on the last three verses of Psalm 91, the concluding part in our series.
1: Now this is the jealousy of God that has been provoked when you look at these verses. So he makes promises. But to whom? Only to the one who dwells in the secret place of the Most High. We will reflect a little more on that tomorrow. What that means. Just as we saw here, In Psalm 91, at the start in verse 1. Now what is the specialty of such a person? We see verse 14, where it says, Because he has set his love upon me. Because he has set his love upon me. This is God saying now. Because he has set his love upon me, the person who dwells in my secret place, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high. Because he has known my name.
0: So not only deliver him, but also move him to higher ground, secure him. What would that mean for one who is delivered? God is keeping him barricaded from lapsing, relapsing back again into the same issue. so two things that define such a person now who
1: qualifies for god's for god's jealous love the first one is he or she loves god too much see the start of verse 14 says because he has set his love upon me god says you did this for me now let me step in and do my part for you the first one is because he or she loves God too much and the second thing that defines such a person that qualifies for God's jealous love is, as he ends that verse there, he says, because he has known my name,
0: which means he has an intimate relationship with God, he knows God closely. That is why at the start it says he who dwells in the shadow of his
1: wings. He will always dwell in the shadow of his wings. He will be close to him. Now, when you cultivate such a relationship where obeying God is your priority and you have given him your heart, that's really what he wants. See Proverbs 23 verse 26 where he says, My son, give me your heart and let your eyes delight in my ways.
0: So, to love God and to be obedient to Him, when we do these two things, then you make Him turn towards you.
1: Give me your heart, let your eyes delight in my ways. And then, Psalm 91, verse 15, the next verse moving forward, He says, He shall call upon me. Who is He? He is that same one who has set His love upon Him now. He shall call upon me. And I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. When a person's heart is aligned to God, God is willing to answer even before they ask. Remember in Matthew 6, Jesus said, Your heavenly father already knows what you need. And it is his good pleasure to give those things to you.
0: He knows even before you ask. That is why he goes on to say, and seek first the kingdom. Seek the kingdom of God and His righteousness. Are you
1: seeing why when some people, especially certain preachers, when they pray, their prayers are always answered. It is not because of their ministry. That is a different thing entirely. That is because of the condition of their heart towards God. The commitment with which they love God and are willing to do anything for Him, to go out of their way, to endure suffering and pain as well.
0: And then God sees that and says, you did this for me. That is what provokes His jealousy. When you
1: align and you come under His government, under His rule, are obedient to him. Then he says, all these things shall be added unto you. When you seek his kingdom, when you come with a heart that is filled with love and obedience. That's Matthew 6.33. That's what it really means.
0: So three things, to love him, to be obedient to him, to align with him in his ways.
1: What else does it bring? Verse 16, Psalm 91, verse 16. He says, With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. So, again, two things here long life,
0: not a shortcut, not one that is cut short, rather, should I say. A long life. The Bible records that Abraham lived to a long age and in fullness.
1: With long life, Will I satisfy him and show him my salvation? It will be satisfying too, in every aspect. It is not long life filled with suffering. When you look back at the end of that long life, there is a satisfaction of having achieved all that you set out to achieve. All your needs met and is fulfilled in every way. And now, no part of it will be cut short prematurely by
0: disaster or even by the judgment of God. Remember Jesus said in John 10.10, I
1: came that you might have life and have it to the full, have it in abundance. Not in scarcity, not a life of wants, but a life of have where you
0: have it all. And it doesn't end in the flesh. You are blessed with eternal life. That's what he means by,
1: I will show him my salvation. Psalm 91 verse 16. Isaiah 65 verse 22 is more specific of what that last bit about salvation means. It says, no longer will my people build houses for others to inhabit, nor plant for others to eat. For as is the lifetime of a tree,
0: which is long, so will be the days of my people. With long life, will I satisfy him. So will be
1: the days of my people. My chosen ones, now I'm back again, I'm reading Isaiah 65 verse 22, just connecting it with Psalm 91 verse 16. My chosen ones with will Fully enjoy the work of their hands. What that means is, what you sow, someone else will not get the opportunity to reap it. That you didn't live long enough to reap it. It says you yourself will reap it.
0: And you will enjoy it as well. You will enjoy the work of your hands. We see that mentioned in the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 3 as well, towards the end of chapter
1: 3. Where the preacher there concludes, after all of this, man should enjoy the work of his hands. And more importantly here with the salvation, the gates of the kingdom are open to you. He says he will show you his salvation. Isaiah 45 verse 17 Again, sheds light on this salvation where it says, but Israel shall be saved in the Lord with an everlasting salvation. What is that everlasting salvation? You shall not be ashamed. You shall not be confounded world without end. That's real salvation. So we saw about abundance, Isaiah 65 verse 22, with long life and satisfying. That's what Isaiah 65 verse 22 touched on. And I will show him my salvation. There Isaiah 45 verse 17 touches on that. The true meaning of salvation, you shall not be ashamed or confounded, world without end. So saved from your sin and from its consequences. Including any kind of judgment, eternal death
0: and the biggest of all, separation from God. a complete and everlasting salvation. You are saved once and for all and in every way. And that is achieved through the finished works of Jesus. Not through our works. All we need to do is believe in our heart, confess with our mouth Jesus Christ is Lord. Make him the Lord of our life. Cut off Satan from that Lordship. Cut off sin and iniquity. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. The one who dwells in the secret place of the Most High
1: and who has placed all his love and all his affection on the Lord. Who is willing to be obedient to him and align to his ways. Father, in the name of Jesus I pray. That we understand what this really means for us. So that what we need to do on our part, just connect with your word, learn from it, apply it in our lives, and remain obedient to you at all times.
0: And get to know you more through the word, so that as we know you more, we love you more. We thank you, Jesus. And as we pray, for spiritual edification, Lord. We
1: also pray for our physical and our temporal needs. Those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease. That are hospitalized will undergo any kind of procedures this day. In a special way, we lift up Alison, And we lift up Sheneed and her children. Newborn twins. And everyone else that we are lifting up in our personal prayers as well, Lord all those in our friend and family
0: circles that are unwell. It is by your stripes and your wounds, Lord, that they are healed.
1: We bring them under your blood covenant. We ask for forgiveness for sins as we stand in the gap to intercede. When we trust and we believe, Lord,
0: in your mercy, that when your grace is released, they are healed completely we claim that healing in the name of Jesus we claim that restoration and rebuilding more importantly we claim their lives in your kingdom for salvation Lord we pray for all families that are embattled that are facing division and separation
1: we pray for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives as well especially that of prayerlessness busyness ignorance poverty all kinds of addictions. Let every such yoke of compulsion in anyone's life that has been bestowed by the enemy through iniquity, let that yoke be broken now
0: by the blood of Jesus. We declare a release. We declare freedom. We declare rebuilding. We pray, Lord, for our own personal needs, those of our families and friends especially those that are not
1: yet saved. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. As we release our faith and our prayer, making this a prayer of agreement with each other in the Spirit, we believe that we have received, Lord. We believe that this prayer is an answered prayer in the name of Jesus. I encourage all those that can pray in the Spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, Release your tongue and your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer in the Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit.
2: so barakata
0: ranjela
2: ran da 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 Caddle, the other side of the time,
0: Biancella,
2: and the list get it. Take Yanda, Kianda, Cahasara, Kau <laughs> nak
0: Siya
2: la ntra la 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 Raja, la Raja, la
0: la aur ara bara jal renderes ke de 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 ke the unga hasa bara jalara
2: jalara Ara de es dari kala ras dan let us <laughs> kana bamba
0: bamba papa da 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 da
2: da 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 Shall the key outs papa, Tell <laughs> the sadaka da papa pia sadaka da papa semikana mama sadaka da papa pia ni mama pai yan da ka ya da kaha
0: Okay, son, the Kitty Giddy 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 Giddy
2: Giddy Okey asal Bayang kan? Bayang que collarastara la batalla este que era de caramba con dependía aquí hacer la batalla y andar
0: uki
2: asana kadala the nada nada
1: the nada 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 Amen. You, Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit.
2: The scripture was put on my heart. This morning is from Romans eight twenty eight. We know that in
0: everything, God works for good with those who love Him, who are called according to His purpose. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We also have a couple of scriptures shared in the chat. The
1: first one is from Jeremiah 29, verse 13. Quoted from the NIV, where it is written, You will seek me and find me when you seek
0: me with all your heart. All. And the next one is from
1: Isaiah 41, verse 10, quoted from the NIV. Where it's written, do not, sorry, so do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you.
0: I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Just a reminder about our Bible study session
1: as well for this Friday. This would be the sixth part in our series on a time of testing. We were continuing to learn on the wilderness experience last week. We touched on the experience through the cave of Idullam and how the person goes down before they are lifted up. This week we will take another approach to that to understand that better of what else The Lord does in that space. So we will take the relevance, or sorry, the incident of the crossing of the river Jordan, and how that is relevant to our experience and our journey. We shall share links for joining on Zoom and YouTube. Please share those with your family and friends and invite them. Also share a link to the prayer group, the Telegram group, so that they can join if they would, if they are. Uh, They're experiencing benefit from these sessions. You can invite them to join the other sessions as well, morning encounters. But the Savior post is reflections on that Telegram group, which is why they should be part of it. And we also have our daily Divine Mercy and Rosary sessions, and then the Friday Bible teachings. All these sessions are aired live, and they are also stored, recordings are also stored on our Spotify podcast, on
0: YouTube, as well as on our Facebook pages. And the mercy and the grace and the peace of
1: our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us, chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Amen. Amen. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone.
0: Thank you, Rasul. God bless bless everyone. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. God bless everyone.